Hey friends, happy Thursday. Welcome back to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Question for you, even though I already know the answer, I'm still going to ask the question. Do you wish there was a cut and dry, simple, non-confusing equation for guaranteed success? Guaranteed success in not just your business, but all areas of your life. Guaranteed success of your health, of your marriage, of your spiritual journey. Yes, of your business. Like just a cut and dry, give me the equation, Lord. What do I need to do to have success? Well, if you are like me and you have been searching for that answer for years. You've bought the courses, you've listened to the sermons, you've you've paid mentors searching, searching, searching for what is that secret ingredient list equation for guaranteed success in your business and in your life, then this is the episode for you. We are doing a Bible study breakdown episode today inside of the book of Luke. We're going to spend a lot of time inside the book of Luke, but we're also going to jump around into some other scriptures as well, all to bring you the two secrets to having guaranteed success. There's two. You can think of it as like one secret and two ingredients, but just know we're going to talk about two huge things today that if you implement these things in your life, not only will you have guaranteed success in your business, you will have guaranteed success in all areas of your life. Now, I'm not talking about prosperity gospel where like, oh my gosh, if I do these two things, my life is going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy for the rest of my days. And it's rainbows and butterflies and just sparkles all the time. No, no, you will have guaranteed success from a kingdom perspective. And a kingdom perspective of success is bringing bringing glory and honor to the Lord. And a byproduct of bringing glory and honor to the Lord and stewarding the things that he's called you to steward is having other types of success, having a healthful body, really um, stewarding your temple well. It's having a healthy bank account, learning how to manage your, your finances well, but having success from the kingdom's perspective. That's what we're going to dive into today. So two secrets that you need to have guaranteed success, kingdom success, in business and all the areas of your life as an online coach, entrepreneur, and believer. Grab your Bible, open it up to Luke. Let's go. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flopped launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. 
Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. Okay, so I'm going to start off today's episode by reading you our anchor scripture for today. This comes from, again, the book of Luke, chapter 5, and we're starting in right at verse 1. I'm going to read it to you. We're going to go from verse 1 through 11. This is when Jesus provides a miraculous catch of fish. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked all last night and we didn't didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. This one, this, this part right that I'm going to add in here isn't even in my notes, but it's so interesting to me, you know, if we reflect back to the Bible study breakdown episode that we did in the book of Malachi, when it was talking about breathing, bringing the tithe into the storehouse and God said, test me in this and see if you don't, if you bring me the tithe, see if I won't throw open the, like the, the doors of heaven and pour out a blessing so much so that you don't even have room to receive it. I just, the Lord brought that to me as I was reading that, that, that other scripture, how like when they let down their nets a second time, there were so many fish that the nets, like they, they didn't have enough resources in order to be able to contain the blessing. Like it was so, so abundant. And so anyway, that was probably for somebody. If that was for you, you know who you are. Um, continuing on verse eight, when Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they caught and were the, as were the others with him. Okay. So Simon was awestruck and other people were awestruck as well. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon. I love Jesus' character here. Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. So that is our anchor scripture for today. I want to tell you a little story. And we're going to go into kind of the meat of this episode. It was a brisk March day in 2021 when God spoke to me with literally 
a 20 foot tall sign in front of my face. Now, I feel like I have heard people say over the course of the years and me myself have wanted, God, just like, just give me a sign. Just give me a sign, God. Like, give me a neon sign in front of my face. Like, tell me what to do, God. Like, I need you to just tell me what to like, put it in front of my face, Lord. Like, I feel like as believers, it's like a fairly common uh, thing that we desire and we hope for that God would give us a literal sign. And in this case, God gave me a literal actual sign. I was driving away from our new house, uh, the house that Lucas and I were actually in the process of purchasing. We had an inspection that day on the home and I was at the home and I left the house and this was a new community. This was a new town. I wasn't quite sure my way around yet and I accidentally took a wrong turn or so I thought. I thought it was a wrong turn, but it actually led me to the exact place where the Lord wanted me to be. So here I am, I'm driving and I probably get I don't know, friends, probably like three to five miles outside of town before I am completely realizing I have taken a wrong turn. And not only did I take a wrong turn, like I was like in the middle of what seemed like nowhere. I was on a gravel road, like no, like there were not people around. It was just me and my mom's vehicle that I was driving at the time. Like, because, oh, by the way, at that time, Lucas and I only had one vehicle and... We were living at my parents' house because we had uh, were in the process of buying this home. And yes, we only had one vehicle. So I was driving my mom's vehicle and that, I, I came to a dead end in the road. Okay, so picture this. I am alone. I am by myself. I don't know where I am. I'm on this gravel road and I get to a dead end. Like this sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> I promise it does not have a scary ending. So I turn the vehicle around. And as I turn the vehicle around, I see something that I am floored by. I see a sign, like one of those big shipping containers. You know what I'm talking about? Like they, that they, they ship goods like across the ocean, a massive shipping container. And on the shipping container was the word in big capital letters, evergreen. Now, before I go on, you're probably wondering, Cammie, how did you even get to this point in your life? What is the relevance of this? So let me back up and give you some context here. How did I even get there to where the Lord was putting a 20 foot tall sign that said evergreen in front of my face? And why was I so floored by it? See, at that time, like I said, Lucas and I were in the process of buying our first home, which was a miracle in and of itself. I have multiple episodes where we talk about that. Basically, in a nutshell, Lucas and I didn't have hardly any money. And in the course of just a few months, the Lord completely did a huge work in my business and in our finances. And we were able to buy a house hassle-free without any sort of competing with other people um, in one of the craziest housing markets that... I feel like America has has ever seen. Um, And we were able to get a house easily. Like it was wild. So that was the season of life we were in. I was also running a program at that time that was called the Zero to Full Time Mastermind. Now that program is not open anymore, but it was the very first mastermind program that I had ever run. And while I was running that program, God kept dropping this word in my spirit. And the word was evergreen, you know, like evergreen tree, like like, you know, the Christmas tree that like people like, you know, cut down and put up in their house during Christmas time and decorate it like evergreen tree. Okay. And for the longest time, I was like, God, is this you? Like, is this me? Like, I feel like you keep bringing this word to my spirit, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Like you keep bringing it up to me. Lord, I just have no idea. Anybody else feel like the Lord sometimes drops things in your spirit and you're like, man, Lord, I just need you to like 
give it to me straight, right, right from the forefront, because I don't know what you're saying. And I started to think and ponder, okay, Lord, like, I'll, I'll bite, like, what, evergreen, okay. Like, what do you want this to be? Like, do you want me to have evergreen content? Like, do you want me to start a podcast? Do you want me to take the zero to full-time mastermind? Like, like, do you want me to take that program, evergreen? That's what I thought God meant, right? And and when the day that I saw this, this shipping container that said evergreen, it was confirmation to me that, yes, the Lord was speaking, and yes, he was telling me to take my business evergreen. What I thought at the time is that I was supposed to take the zero to full-time mastermind, Evergreen. And if you're like, well, Kimmy, what does Evergreen mean? Evergreen in the context of taking a program, Evergreen just simply means that the program is open any day of the year. Where it's it's common for some people when they're running a group program to have a certain start date and a certain end date. And like you can only be a part of the program during this, these specific dates, this window of time. And if your program is evergreen, it essentially means that people can get into your program at any day of the year. And when you get to a point in your business when you're ready to scale, evergreen is a very, very, very common um, program structure in order to help you get to those larger cash months and be able to serve more people um, without having to put more time on your plate. And so I thought, okay, God, you know, you're literally putting a 20-foot sign in front of my face. You want me to go evergreen with the program. So I did what I thought I was supposed to do in that season, and I tried to take the zero to full-time mastermind evergreen. Let me just tell you right now, let me, let me just be humble with you. It did not work out like I thought it was supposed to. Like, it, 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 it just, it, I felt like Simon, like in this story, when Simon had been trying to fish all night and catch some fish and he didn't catch any fish, that's how I felt when I tried to take the zero to full-time mastermind evergreen. Like it just was a flop. And so it brought me back to that question of God, what do you mean by evergreen? Like, did I hear you wrong? Like how many of you, when you think you hear a word from God, it doesn't pan out the way you think it is. And then, and then you start to think to yourself, did I mishear you, Lord? So then I thought, okay, God, so maybe it wasn't that you wanted me to have an evergreen program. Maybe you wanted me to have evergreen content. Okay, you, you want me to start a podcast? Ooh, okay, I got it. Got it, God. I can start a podcast for you. And I went and I started a podcast. And many of you, um, I'm sure, are listening. Are You guys were some of the original listeners of the podcast when my podcast was called The Zero to Full-Time Christian Entrepreneur. Now it's the Bible's Babies and Business podcast, but that, this podcast actually started as a completely different name. And, you know, when I launched the podcast back in 2021, um, it got some traction. It got some traction, but it wasn't like, it wasn't the, like an outpour of clients by any means. And again, I was like, God, I must be missing it. What do you mean evergreen? And I'm getting frustrated at this point because I feel like I'm wasting time. I feel like I'm just not making the money that I want to my business. Like, like did you want me to, to you know, build a course, God? Like, like, okay, I'll build a course. Like, if you want me to build a course, I'll create and I'll launch a course. And that's when, you know, I thought, okay, well, maybe God wants me to have a course, an evergreen course, and a course that people could buy any day of the year. And so I created the Kingdom Course Academy and I launched that. And, and that one eh, didn't really do that well. And then I created the Mom Boss Coaching Academy and I launched that out into the world. And, and that one eh, eh, got a teeny tiny little bit of traction, but like, again, not the explosion that I was hoping for. Finally, in 2023, the vision that God gave me two years prior is now finally coming together. I now have complete confidence in what God meant when he said evergreen. And now you may be thinking, Kimmy, 
where are you going with this? How does this tie back into Simon and in the miracle of the fish? Just hang on with me, friend. Just hang on. Don't just keep, keep your ears and your mind open. Two years later, two years, like this is actually two years to the month, (laughs) March, 2023. I saw that sign in March, 2021. Two years later, in 2023, the vision God gave me is now coming together. I have evergreen content, this podcast. And by the way, we are almost to 20,000 downloads. So thank you to everybody who's listening to the podcast. This podcast has been so fruitful and it is only growing more and more. I'm also about to have an evergreen program, a program that is open any day of the year. And that program that is about to go evergreen is High Ticket Powerhouse. The doors to High Ticket Powerhouse are opening in two weeks for enrollment. We are starting class on June 5th, and the doors to High Ticket Powerhouse will be open and stay open until God tells me otherwise. So announcement, High Ticket Powerhouse is going evergreen this summer. I'm so, that's a big win for me. That's a huge celebration because this has been two years actually four years, four years in the making, two years since God gave me the word of evergreen, but four years since I started this business. But here's the thing though, like I said, that vision did not come together. I did not have clarity about what God wanted me to do for two years, (laughs) two years. You know how frustrating those two years were? And yes, God provided during those two years, absolutely, because he's such a good father. But like, it was so confusing to hear the Lord say, evergreen, evergreen, evergreen. And you're like, God, I don't know what you're, I'm trying. I'm trying and I have no idea what you're saying. I was seeking God. Like, like I was seeking God during those two years. But what I didn't have is I didn't have all the maturity, all the resources and all the information that I needed in that season until now to be able to carry through the vision of evergreen. I I reflect on the verse where it says, don't uh, don't despise small beginnings for the Lord delights to see the work begin. I can't remember which um, book that is in the Bible, but don't despise small beginnings, friends. God delights in seeing the work begin. But this also begs the question of, okay, what was the difference? Okay, so why is the evergreen program going to work this time, but it didn't work before. I was seeking God before. I heard him say evergreen. Why? Why was it not working then, but it's going to work now? And similarly with our scripture today, our anchor scripture, Simon. Simon was spending time with Jesus before the miracle of the fish happened. How many of you know that? That when Jesus came onto the scene at the Sea of Galilee and, and met Simon, in the boat and started preaching from his boat, that was not the first time that Simon and Jesus had met. Simon and Jesus already knew each other. Simon knew Jesus. Why why then had Simon spent the entire night before as a professional fisherman catching zero fish? He is, this is how he makes his money. How and why did Simon spend the entire night when he already knew Jesus? working, catching no fish. Why was it that, like, like it would make sense to me. This is, when I was preparing this episode, this was the part that that was confusing. I was like, God, Simon already knew you. Like, like your word says, seek first the kingdom. So like, it would make more sense to me. Like if he hadn't caught the fish because he didn't know you, Jesus, but like he knew you. So he knew you, Jesus, just like I knew you. And yet 
my evergreen program wasn't working and Simon wasn't catching any fish, but yet we both knew you. So what, what was the deal breaker there? What was it? Like I said before, Simon Peter had known Jesus already before this miracle happened. And here's how he knew him. This is important, friends. Simon already knew Jesus because Jesus, prior to this event of the fish, had already healed Simon's mother-in-law from an illness. Okay? Jesus had come onto the scene, come into Simon's house, and healed Simon's mother-in-law of an illness. Simon had already seen a miracle, but Simon was not yet a disciple. Simon did not become a disciple until after the miracle of the fish. In other words, Simon had seen God perform a miracle by healing his mother-in-law, but he had not yet put his full faith and his full trust into Jesus prior to the miracle of the fish. He knew Jesus. He was aware of who Jesus was. He had hung out with him before, but he didn't have his full faith and trust. He hadn't become a disciple yet until after the miracle of the fish. How do we know this? Because only after this miracle is Simon Peter willing to leave his plans of his business, his fishing business. Only then is he willing to leave his business behind to follow God's plans. And similar to my story, I knew God when I was trying to make this evergreen program work before. I knew God. But if I'm honest with you, I didn't really fully trust him yet. I thought I did. Like Simon, Simon probably thought that he had trusted God because like he'd already seen a miracle. Jesus had already healed Simon's mother-in-law. And so Simon probably thought to himself and had convinced himself, yeah, 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 you know, I I trust this Jesus guy. I mean, he's healed my mother-in-law. And so, you know, he hasn't really given me a reason not to trust him. So, I mean, yeah, I trust him. And and same thing with me. Like I told you that the day that I saw that 20-foot sign, I was driving away from the new house that Lucas and I were in the process of purchasing, which was a miracle in and of itself. But there were still, even though I'd already seen a miracle, there were still walls that I had built up around my heart that I didn't even realize were there that were designed to keep God at an arm's length. And I, and I, I, I wonder if Simon was just in that same situation. Simon had seen the miracle of Jesus healing his mother-in-law, but he still hadn't put his full faith and trust in the Lord yet. Which brings me to the meat of this episode. Two secrets to having guaranteed success in your business as an online coach and Christian entrepreneur. Number one, having total trust and faith in the Lord. Many of us think that we trust the Lord, think that we have total faith, all the while, we're creating plan B, C, D, and E, you know, like, like just in case God's plan doesn't work out. And I'm talking about like total trust and faith, not partial trust and faith in the Lord, but total and entire trust and faith in the Lord. And, and the key to me building up to have that total trust and faith in the Lord is to work through my mindset blocks. I'll have a vulnerable moment, moment with you here. So, As the story I was sharing with you earlier, back in 2021, I felt like, I thought that back in that season, I had total trust and faith in the Lord. But the truth is, there was mindset hurdles that I had not yet tackled that were keeping like a wall between me and God. God wasn't putting the wall there, but I was putting the wall there. And I I wasn't even aware. 
I wasn't even aware that the wall was there. It, it isn't until I was praying this prayer this morning. Wow, super vulnerable. I was praying this prayer this morning. I was like, Lord, help me. Please help me to tear down the wall that I have put up to keep you at an arm's length. And I truly believe, friends, that it is impossible for us to fully trust the Lord without also addressing our mindset. What are the belief patterns that we have? What do we believe about God? Who do we believe he is? Do we believe that he is, you know, up in heaven waiting to just, you know, punish me the second that I mess up? Or are we looking at him as a loving and grace-filled father? How are we viewing God? We have to work through these things that in our mind that are keeping God at an arm's length. If you do not process through the problems that you have here on this earth, you are at risk for projecting those things onto God. When it isn't, like how many of us, let's be honest, how many of us have blamed God for something that we felt like, well, God, you should have came through for me on something that like it wasn't God's fault at all because I know that I have. And so part of the mindset work that I've been doing is working through different things that I need to work through and process so that I do not project those things onto the Lord. So that is secret number one, having total faith and total trust in the Lord. And, and this goes back to the Bible study breakdown that we did last week in the book of Mark when God Jesus said, anything is possible if you believe. Well, friends, trust, believe, faith, these are all words that like work together. You don't have faith if you don't have trust. You don't have faith if you don't have a belief system. So go back to listen to last week's episode where Betsy, my mindset and neuroscience mentor, breaks down the three different stages of belief and talks about how to move through them so that you can get to a stage of believing the goals that you're actually able to achieve the goals that you're setting out for yourself. So that's number one, having total faith and trust in the Lord. Number two is work. (laughs) Now as Christians... I'm going to say something that is potentially offensive. I th- I think that as Christians, we love the word faith. We love the word hope. We love the word faith and trust and believe and like, yes, Lord, like I am believing you for this. But I have had an observation of believers just in general. Okay. I'm not thinking about anybody in specific. specific. I'm, just, I'm just thinking about believers in general where we have we say we have all this faith, but we don't put the work next to the faith. Like we love the word faith, but we don't love the word work nearly as much. And work is a biblical principle. I want you to turn your attention to James chapter two, verses 14 through 17. I'm going to read that for you right now because the Lord has a lot to say about work and that it is a key ingredient paired with faith. So I'm going to start in at uh, verse 14. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. I'm going to stop right there. And I'm going to read that line again. (laughs) That is scripture, friends. Let me say it again. 
Faith by itself isn't enough. That's not Cammie's words. That is, I'm reading this straight from my Bible. Faith by itself isn't enough. You are not going to faith your way into a six-figure coaching business. You're not, okay? You can pray for eight hours a day, seven days a week, and you are not going to pray your way into a six-figure coaching business on prayer alone. At some point, you are going to have to get up off your knees, open your laptop, and do the work. I'll finish off this, this passage and we'll talk about it. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. When Jesus found Simon, right before the miracle of the fish, what was Simon doing? He was working. In fact, he had been working all night long trying to catch fish. And he was cleaning his nets when Jesus found him. Jesus found Simon in the place of work, which means that Simon was already primed to receive the blessing. What if Simon didn't have his nets out? What if Simon was just like chilling, relaxing, didn't have his nets out, didn't have his boat ready to to, to receive any sort of fish? Like what would have happened if Simon was not working when Jesus showed up? Except friends, Simon's willingness to work, to let his nets down again, was evidence of his growing faith. Hear me, your willingness to work is proof of your faith in what God can do with your works. Can I prove it to you? So that you don't think, Cammy, that's just you. No, no. Let me show you biblical scripture on this. Again, back in the book of James, chapter 2, now we are in verse 18. Now, some may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Friends, the two secret ingredients to having guaranteed success, and I'm talking about kingdom success, okay? Now, that may be financial success. And to be truthful, if you're running a business, that should mean financial success. I know that everybody wants to talk about, well, success is like more than just money. Absolutely, success is more than just money. But we also have to understand the context of what we're discussing here, which is a business. And if your business isn't making dollar bills, you're not going to have a business for much longer. So yes, success is other things outside of money. And in the context of your business, it means that there should be profit flowing through. Okay. So to have success in your business, financial and amongst other things, you need two ingredients. Number one, complete and utter faith and trust in the Lord. And number two, work. One of the first things that God did when he opened up the Bible in Genesis was he gave us a principle of work. How many days did God work before he rested? Notice that. 
work before rest, okay? How many days did God work before he rested? Six. There was a six to one ratio. He worked six days in a row and then he rested one. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you need to work six days a week before you earn, quote unquote, earn a day of rest. No, rest is a necessity, okay? You need to rest. You are a limited human being. You do not have like everlasting power or everlasting energy like our creator does. You are a limited human being that needs to rest. You were designed that way, okay? Therefore, rest is not bad. You were designed by God to rest. Rest is good. Some of us need to heal our relationship with rest, okay? And realize that resting does not equal laziness. On the other hand, others of us are using rest as an excuse to be lazy. We are sitting here praying our hearts out for God to give us the clients. And you've worked on your business for one hour this week and you had Netflix on while you were working. Like, friends, we have to be diligent in our work, focused in our work, consistent in our work, and consistent, focused, and diligent in our prayer. It is, it is a combo meal here, okay? This is, this is, this is two ingredients. Faith alone, scripture says, faith by itself is not enough. And let's also address the other elephant in the room. Works alone is not enough. Some people take, take works way too far. And they believe that their works alone will bring them success without faith. But your works are only half of the equation for success. It is faith plus works. Friend, there's one more thing I want to share with you, and then we're going to close out today's episode. It says in Luke chapter five, verse nine, that after, you know, this, this miracle had happened, it says, for he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught. That's Simon. Okay. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. I want you to really zero in on those words, awestruck and amazed when I read you this next word from the Lord. We're going to go back to Isaiah 55. The Lord, like I said, back in 2021, gave me the word evergreen. And I struggled for years trying to figure out, Lord, what does that even mean? And it dawned on me <laughs> that, Cammy, maybe you should look up in the Bible and see, is there, does God talk about evergreens ever in the Bible? And so I did some, some research Thank goodness for handy dandy Google. And it brought me to Isaiah 55, verse 13. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. I did a little bit more research and I found out that most cypress trees are evergreens. Myrtles have evergreen leaves, everlasting leaves that last throughout all different seasons. And I love how intentional the Lord is. Some of those leaves, I found, them out, I found out in my research, some of those evergreen leaves are even pink, like my brand color. And... It just is so amazing to me. It says that, you know, back in Luke chapter nine, that Simon was awestruck. What was he awestruck by? He was awestruck 
by the power and the authority that Jesus had just displayed. And it said that others were amazed too. And here back in this verse in Isaiah chapter 55, 13, it says that the evergreen trees and the leaves and how they, they're sprouting up where, where thorns used to be. Now there's going to be evergreen trees. It is going to bring honor to the Lord's name and it will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. The same power that caused Simon and those around him to be awestruck and amazed. And it's interesting, as I was typing out the word power, preparing for the notes for this episode, I accidentally typed the word powerhouse, which as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, that powerhouse, high ticket powerhouse is the name of my coaching program that God has specifically told me is the name of the coaching program to go evergreen. This is full circle for me. (laughs) I don't know if you see it, but I see it clear as day. This program is going to be an everlasting, okay, because evergreen trees are everlasting throughout the seasons, an everlasting sign of his power, powerhouse, and love. I did not know. (laughs) Only God, okay? I did not name this program powerhouse because of this verse. This is like a completely full circle moment for me. And I brought you through this and I want to end on this note today. In two weeks, High Ticket Powerhouse is going to be reopening for enrollment. I'm very excited. It'll be two weeks from Monday, okay? The second Monday in April. And this time when High Ticket Powerhouse opens back up for enrollment, it is going to stay open. Because this program is going evergreen. I seriously cannot wait for the second round of High Ticket Powerhouse. Um, the results from the first round, I don't know if you've been following me on Instagram, which hint, hint, wink, wink, if you're not following me on Instagram, you need to be, okay? I show up here on the podcast twice a week. I show up on my Instagram Monday through Friday, okay? We're doing content every single day on my stories. And what I showed last week is a huge amount of the wins that are coming out of High Ticket Powerhouse from the students that are currently inside. And these are wins that you're going to be able to experience in your business too when High Ticket Powerhouse opens back up for enrollment here in two weeks. So if you're not yet following me, on Instagram, go down to the show notes, click the link. Uh, there's a link there for my Instagram and it is at cami.wilkie. Come follow me there. I'm going to be posting updates for you all as we get closer and closer and closer to the enrollment opening day of High Ticket Powerhouse. And I have a new free training coming out for you called the Get More Clients Code. So exciting. That is dropping very, very soon. I'll keep you updated. But until then, make sure that you're following me on Instagram. I will announce things here on the podcast as well. But I uh, show up on Instagram five days a week and I'm here on the podcast too. So for the most up-to-date information, go up, be sure to follow me on Instagram and share this with a friend. Share this with a friend. Enroll for High Ticket Powerhouse with one of your coaching friends. What an amazing journey to get to go on together. I love you, friend, and I'll see you on Monday on the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. 
And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you, I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode.